I know this is the same model microphone Michael Jackson used to use. He would only record. Does he still use it? <laughs> he would actually. <laughs> <only> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Um, this is this is uh, what's our thing called? <laughs> Let's up the energy a little bit here. This is the first one, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, what's it, what are we actually called? Oh, the friendly neighborhoods fan neighborhood fanboys. Sorry, my bad. I fucked that. We are your friendly neighborhood fanboys. We are your friendly neighborhood fanboys. I'm Alex. I'm Steve. No, I'm just kidding. My name's Ben. <laughs> uh, and I'm Reese. And we're here to talk about some topics. <laughs> what do we got? What do we got on the menu for today? We're gonna Benjo? do all things sci-fi, superhero, anything you can think of that tickles our fancy and our ass. Yes, especially our ass. For sure. Uh, we're gonna kick things off today with uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Mm-hmm. What yes, were we're pretty thoughts? far. We from all home saw right it now. opening night IMAX. Yes, we did. And uh, just before we get into this, <laughs> you remember that one time someone said, what's the difference between IMAX and a normal movie? <laughs> yeah. Almost backhanded that fucker into the sun. Oh, I know. And Almost so, fucking pushed, kicked them off like fucking uh, Thanos throwing Gamora off. Precisely, yeah. So if any of you listeners can't find the difference between IMAX and uh, a normal movie theater, just fucking turn this thing off and leave and uh, have yeah. a good life. So, Honestly, never want to fucking meet you in my life. Give us ever. a five-star rating first, though. Yes. Yeah, do that and then first leave. and then fuck right off. Right? Yes, and I'll shove all five of those stars up my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's too far. All right, no, cool. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, all right, Far From Home. Unreal movie. Yeah. Wow. Can, can I just say, like, my favorite scenes right away? Because the Mysterio scenes, the illusions, oh. when, he ha- oh, when Spider-Man's, like, just... Lost in the first one and then in the second one. Sorry, spoilers ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. <laughs> Granted, we're kind of uh, talking about this movie kind of late because it came out, what, like two, three weeks ago? That's true. But, but the podcast, podcast didn't podcast, exist so then, so shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. we got to start We got to start somewhere. We're going to go up a timeline here. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Yeah, illusions, like, hands down, the best scenes. Like, yeah. I thought I was playing the Spider-Man PS1 game. Literally. Literally. Shout out to everyone that's ever played that, but yep. Mysterio's all big in his house of illusions yeah and then spider-man getting his spider sense back and like seeing oh. everything in little flashes yeah and that, honestly, rock hard like, that, that's what it was missing for me in the previous movies because like that's mm. such a big part of his character and like yeah you see his hairs go up in infinity war and like whatever kind of alludes to it but you never really get an explanation of of uh you know like where it is mm. so i'm mm. really glad we got that that yep. definitely made me semi-erect 100 percent now, now let me backtrack fully. actually mm-hmm. a second because going into the movie actually I was a little like I was a little worried at what they were going to do with it right and then as we were watching the movie this is kind of like a something that I found I don't know if you guys found this but like I would say like a good a third to maybe like a halfway through the movie it didn't feel as much like a Spider-Man movie as much as it was like um, oh this is like a continuation of the Avengers like arc you know what I mean because it is like the epilogue after you know spoiler alert Tony Stark dies (laughs) if you guys haven't seen it right I think so I'm pretty sure that's what I saw fuck but anyways like you're watching the movie I don't know if you guys felt this way but I was watching the movie and I kind of felt alright like it's kind of yeah like it's a Spider-Man movie but I feel like I'm more or less watching like an Avengers epilogue kind of thing and then like the Mysterio sequence came in and then I was like holy shit I'm watching a Spider-Man movie yeah yeah. that's something like I haven't personally seen since like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 2 for me anyway 
yeah, that's true. Like, love Michael mm-hmm. Keaton and uh, Homecoming, but oh yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like a stereotypical like Marvel movie, which are great. But I like the spin they put on Vulture, though. Yeah, whole hundred percent. I love Vulture. Yeah. When he, I didn't expect him to open that door at all. No. When he first opens the door, when uh, Peter goes over to pick her up for mm-hmm. the date, and then it's him at the door. Mm-hmm. Shat blood, no doubt. It was oh for it was sure a crazy yeah, surprise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a small brain, so. Yeah. <laughs> You know what else is small? <laughs> Not my stomach. No, I'm huge. Oh, fucking gargantua. The black hole itself from Interstellar. Call me Enormica. Oh, yes. And that. Yes. God bless Christopher Nolan. Oh, literally. Um, bless his heart. Sexy bitch. Bless your fucking heart there, yeah. boy. Um, yeah, another thing to shout out to anyone that knows what Spider-Man 4 from the Maguire universe is going to be, but from those concept drawings of... Uh, of uh, fucking Vulture, they were not looking good. They were looking straight out of the '60s, and I don't think that would have. Like, yeah, it can't be as all hell. Yeah, like like from the meme, flown. the the me and the boys meme. Yeah, like that's yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like I just think the way they integrated all that, uh, like Chitari Tech, and uh, how he was kind of a scavenger in the cleanup crew, just kind of made it all make sense. Because there's no way in like that kind of. I don't want to say grounded universe, but it uh, makes sense. He's a vulture. No, not at all. It's going to be just fucking yeah. flying spandex. With and I also loved it too because, like, no. at this point, <laughs> Michael Keaton is old as fuck. Oh, you know what I mean? He's got to be the oldest yeah. guy I've ever seen. It's like, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck. Yeah, he's the oldest person on earth right now. <laughs> Debatably, he's definitely not young. No. Uh, literally on the cusp of death. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, he's probably a stud double 100% of the time, and they just did, like, you know, the whole CG thing. No, for sure. Because he's so yeah. old, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing well. Like, his spine would crash. Not a chance. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Shit. They had to <laughs> fucking uh, do all the signs and posts because his fucking dentures kept falling out. <laughs> No, I fucking love Michael Spider-Man. Keaton. No, Michael Keaton's a fucking stud. Pack. The best All right, Pack. interpretations for sure, but that we'll talk about another time. Yeah, but like I was saying, like he's old as fuck now, and like you know, Vulture is like you know, he's he's old as fuck, like the actual character. You know what I mean? So I'm glad they didn't go with some like you know, Tombs is definitely going to be in Tombs. I'm glad. I'm just saying, I'm glad they went with like Michael Keaton instead of like Val Kilmer. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, well, what has Val Kilmer done in the past decade? Fuck out. I actually don't know. Can someone Google this? <laughs> I don't yes. have internet. <laughs> let, me just, let me just look at my laptop real quick. Yeah, you could. Shit, hold on. Mm-hmm. Looking this up. What am I looking up? We're looking this up. How well, old is well, Val Kilmer? Is, yeah. no, or, what, well, no, what has Val Kilmer done Val in the past decade? How old is old as fuck between 60 and 89,000? Yes. No? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, how oh, old sure. is Val Kilmer? Um, well, Reese is doing that too. 59 years. Oh, he's 15. Yeah, but what has he done, though, in the past? Oh, yeah. he's, how old is he? <laughs> Sweet fuck off. That's what he's done. Well, okay. he's getting to be old as fuck, too. What has to Val Kilmer done? <laughs> what has Val Kilmer done in the past 90 years? Nothing. He's been alive for 59, so... Mm, what has yes. he done since so, fucking Not Batman that much, forever. if you think about it. Yeah. What has he done since Batman Forever? Which, you know what? Uh, he's going to be in Top Gun in 2020. Oh, sure. He was in the original Top Gun as well. Yep. So and that's then, gonna be cool. uh, Tombstone. Oh, nice. He's just rehashing all of his old series that have been popular. That's yeah, good. good. Well, I mean, that'll be his biggest movie, I guess, is Top Gun 2. That's true. Yeah. Um, which the trailer looks incredible, by the way. I don't know if 
Falcomer's yeah, best movie. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. I remember Falcomer's best movie. Batman Forever, 100%. Oh, I was going to say, it's yeah, be. I was going to say Batman Forever, 1995. Shout out to the 95. <laughs> oh, fuck, which is only me in this room. Yeah, Reese is old as fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, I fall in that old as fuck range. Yeah. Born in 1948. Yeah, um, and I'm only 23. Crazy. Just for the record, Ben and I are 96s. Reese is 95. The guy's old as fuck. Yeah. And now you can look up, you know, where we lived and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and actually, if any of you, you guys want my sin number, actually asked, better not have the exact same birthday. We do indeed. What a year apart. Yeah. Wow, guys, you're so sick. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome for the invite, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's actually the first time we've invited Alex to do something. Uh, yeah, today. Ben and Reese do a lot of fun stuff all the time, and like I always hear about it after. So that's like, a lot to do with our fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we use uh, them to hold cameras and take photos. What are we talking about? Spider-Man: Homecoming? Oh, Far sure. from Home? I actually thought we were Batman talking Forever? about Spider-Man: Homecoming. Holy I shit! We were talking about people who are old as fuck. We were. Yeah. So like, a, a, like all I'm gonna say, last thing I'm gonna say about Homecoming was I am glad that they got Michael Keaton, who home. is oh, old okay. as fuck. To play Vulture because sure. in the comics Vulture is some this like that has a lot to do with Far From Home, bitch, right? Mm-hmm. What's that? <laughs> so that has a lot to do with Far From Home. Well, I mean, like there's Spider-Man movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, for sure. Yeah, Mysterio was awesome. What did we think of the uh, the mid credit scene of oh. Mr. J. Jonah Jameson himself yeah. reprising his role? Oh, you mean uh, Commissioner J.K. Gordon? J.K. Simmons, Commissioner Gordon himself. Commissioner Jim G.Y.M. Gordon. G-Y-M Guy's Gordon. biceps are the fucking size of my head. Oh, they're as big as my yeah. gut, which is huge. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not as big as my dick, because that would be oh, pretty small. No, oh, no, no not as, not, nowhere near <laughs> as big. Nowhere near as big. Um, I don't know. I loved it. I, I thought it was sick. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought, just, what are they going to do? Like, now that everyone knows Peter Parker, like, ah. They threw him out so there. So my theory is... What's your theory, Ben? Because of the final credit scene with the scrolls, my theory is someone's going to... A scroll is going to sub in for Peter and kind of... Oh, interesting. Turn that public image around for him. Oh, that's, a, that's um, cool. I don't think they'll do it right away. They'll, like, kind of leave you in suspense. Like, oh, my God, like, how's Peter going to get out of this one? Like... I don't think he... I'm, you I know what? Know, honestly, yeah. guys, I don't think he is going to get out of it. Spoiler alert, or maybe, like, spoiler to come. I don't see how he's going to get out of this one. <laughs> I, wow. Thanks for that spoiler <laughs> yeah. alert. I think this... <laughs> I think Great this evidence, too. Uh, I, I, I think they're going to make another one. They're just going to... I think, the, I think, I think the Marvel's actually going bankrupt. going to be the last yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're they're money, they just so. pulled in one billion for each of their films really yeah, soon. Yeah, for sure. No. I I think it's gonna have to be something to do with the scrolls, like the, because then they hinted at the next scene. Yeah, right? so, exactly. Yeah. Like if they were Fury and um and um oh my god Maria Hill, yeah, that whole time, then like what's to stop them from pulling a John Jones and like shape shifting into Peter and being like, sup, I'm Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. sup, I'm Spider Man. Like this isn't fucking me. Um, ah. I think it'd be an easy fix. Personally, yeah. True. Will they do that right away? I don't fucking think so, because mm-hmm. they're gonna cock tease the shit out of us with it. But yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, they like they, they could go that way. I was actually um, I was guessing before you said that. I was actually my theory was they're gonna kind of do. There was um a Spider-Man story arc that was um in the comics a cu- couple years ago, I believe. Um, I didn't actually like read it myself, so like all of, like the comic book like people don't crucify me or anything like that. But <laughs> was like, it called like Spidey? Well, basically, like, what happened was, 
I forget. Something happened with uh, Dr. Octopus where I think he took like Spider-Man's identity somehow. I think someone can, someone will probably correct me out there, but I believe that like Doc Ock, like kind of like swap with Peter Parker and then he started Parker Industries. Right. And then something happened where like Peter came back and then all of a sudden he was just like, it was basically like Stark Industries kind of thing. Like, you know, Stark Industries light. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like the head of Parker Industries. Mm-hmm. And I can, I can't remember if his identity of that he was Spider-Man was out again. Someone will probably correct me, but like the last couple of movies have been kind of like leading up to that. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. like Tony hand basically yeah, hands him the torch and shit like that. Yeah. You know what the I mean? next Tony Stark. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like maybe his identity goes out there. He just kind of becomes that next Tony Stark that they've been kind of setting up for the past, like two movies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, three movies or whatever it is. So yeah. they could even go in a direction like that. Right. Where he mm-hmm. just becomes like a public figure for kind sure. of thing. You know what I mean? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Or they do um, like some time travel that makes no sense and reverse it. Kind of like an endgame. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. has that ever happened before in Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was kind of a cool little callback, though, when, like, Happy was looking at him, like, using all of, like, Tony's yeah. tech, and, like, yeah, it was, was a cool awesome. little, like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, that's Tony. It's actually an exact, like, mirror scene, too, from Iron Man 1, where he has that hologram around his wrist. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That was, like, yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Was a nice um, little um, homage there. Yeah. John also, Pat not to, like, oh, I'd love him. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. spank his bum bum for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> um... Calling back to the scroll thing though, there after you watch the movie a second time, you can see so many parts where like you know Nick Fury's a scroll mm-hmm. when he's like at the first part he's introducing Mysterio and he's like, you know, he's from Earth, but just not yours. Yep. Why wouldn't he say ours? Exactly. Yeah. Like he's from that earth too, oh, right? Also Did you watch it a second time? Yeah. Oh really? I I've only seen it once. Yeah. Um there's another part too that I remember that he says, uh He's talking about Cree sleeper cell agents at yep. one part before yeah. it gets cut off by mm-hmm. something, which is another thing I didn't notice. Yep. Um, and obviously, we know Skrulls and Cree are very. Uh, <clears throat> yep, from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Are they? And yeah. Can, someone fucking answer me this. Do they ever refer to her as Captain Ever? Like, I, I know she was the captain of her, of her squadron or whatever when she was actually flying, but like, I don't think I've actually heard that. No, being referred even to Captain once. America in Endgame just calls her uh, Danvers. Danvers. Yeah, yeah, and then calls her Darren as well. Yeah, alter <laughs> <laughs> ego Darren. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, but uh, there's another thing I I was kind of looking into too, and that's Flash Thompson at the end. Um, there's been some theories floating around out there that he actually took on his mother's name of Thompson, and his father is actually Norman Osborn, and oh, uh, Flash is kind of like a little like nickname for him he's like harry you know whatever flash thompson blah 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 it's kind of a stretch but harrison norman yeah um the other thing was that his parents are kind of just not a throwaway but just someone that we haven't seen before and that's kind of working on a symbiote type um ah, project shit, eh? because flash thompson in in one line correct me if i'm wrong is venom at some point, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Actually, I think you're actually totally right. So, and his family's wealthy too, yeah. right? So, so that'd be a good way. Fuck. And Kevin Feige, like on record recently, has said like it's Sony's call if they want to do Venom at some point. But he's just he's look at him, what a smart guy, just setting himself up for victory. Oh, for sure, maybe stupid not to really. Yeah. And if they do want to maintain that Tom Hardy kind of universe they're building with like uh, they're doing Morbius soon too, then leave it like that, and then just give us like Flash Thompson, Venom. Mm-hmm. Like, at least give us the symbiote in some form. Yeah. Because you can't have Spider-Man and not have the symbiote. Like, yeah. I mean, you could, but 
like what the fuck we like yeah. the last version of one we had was spider-man 3 and that just shit the bed yeah i love spider-man 3 <laughs> we won't talk about spider-man <laughs> No, no, I want to talk about Spider-Man 3. No, no. I have various fond memories of Spider-Man 3, no, man. Not, no, but it's two against one. Toby, oh, oh, wait, oh, what's his name? Oh, shit. So let's talk about the Marvel Phase 4 slate. I was going to say, maybe one of our listeners will give a fuck. But yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so by this time, I'm going to have one. The, uh, <laughs> the San Diego Comic-Con 2019 uh, Phase 4 slate that was just released. Um, lots of big drops that we got. We finally got confirmation that the Black Widow movie is a thing, even though everyone already knew that. Yeah. Kevin Feige was just being, you know, his sneaky self. Um, we got that. We got uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, which is going to yeah. be cool. Natalie Portman. I was going to say, bringing her back. Yeah, which um, is going to be interesting. Like, how how is she going to, like, get her powers? And apparently this takes place before Guardians 3, so, like, as we saw in Endgame, Thor went with the Guardians. So, mm-hmm. like, what, what's so, going to be going so on? So, Guardians there? are in Thor 4, then? That's, yeah, could be. Is he going to be fat, fat Thor is what I want to know. No, they're easily going to... I don't want to fucking get rid of that real quick. Thor. No? Bother. Yeah, I resonate too much with that. <laughs> the whole time watching Endgame, I was just expecting him, especially when they're in, like, Asgard, I was just expecting him to, like, turn the corner, summon the lightning, and then all of a sudden, he's just, like, fucking ripped again. Oh, man, when, he, he, when he summoned Stormbreaker and Molnir, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like, 100%. okay, you know what? At that, If they did that, I would have been happy with Fat Thor, but yeah. I don't want to watch myself fight Thanos out there, you yeah. know? Like, exactly. I... <laughs> God damn. <laughs> like, oh, look at that fat guy taking on Thanos. Like, nah, what did I tell you about talking cool. about yourself like that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll, sorry. Kiss, I'll kiss it better. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, that that was announced. Uh, what else was announced? We got... I don't know, Ben. You tell me. Yeah. I broke 250 on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking That huge. was announced last night. Um, uh, yeah, we got we we got the Eternals. We got the whole cast came out on the yeah. stage. That includes like Angelina Jolie. I was going to say Angelina Jolie. That's pretty yeah. cool. And... Um, the the big kind of shocker at the end was Mahershala Ali coming out. Oh yeah, it's Blade. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be wicked. We have a new Blade. Mm-hmm. That's gonna which be awesome. Is cool. Which Kevin Feige said afterwards they're not in a rush to do actually. So we might actually get that in Phase Five as opposed to Phase Four mm-hmm. or like maybe a soft introduction like a la Black Panther at some point. Yeah. Did you see there was some kickback because apparently he's already a Marvel character in one of the TV shows. Yeah, but okay. So uh, don't okay, get me wrong. I love the Marvel Netflix shows, but incredible it's like yeah they're connected but it's like super loose and they almost like they almost never refer to it like yeah we get the like referral to the battle of new york and like the first daredevil season maybe even the second but it's not enough like you never see avengers tower like you never you know you never see any of the other heroes so yeah uh not to mention like they're they're pulling all their shows right they've they've canceled basically every every series right now so at this point they don't really care they could they could say oh you know they still exist in some capacity or you know what they fucking don't and then eventually we'll get defenders down the road maybe or something um so yeah mahersha ali played cottonmouth in uh luke cage season one fantastic villain and he died. But, like, who cares? A little too early in that season. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, but it wasn't utilized to his full potential for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, but Wesley Snipes came out two days later and, and gave him the blessing. And it's actually a cool story uh, because Mahershala actually approached Kevin Feige himself and said, listen, I want to do Blade. And they were just like, yep, 
Like he's he's, <laughs> an, he's an Oscar winner. Like you yeah. know, how do yeah. you turn that shit? Exactly. Down? Yeah. He's, he's one of the the he's best, a fucking stud. That's yeah, he's he one of the yeah. best studs in Hollywood right now. Really, um, couldn't be a better choice. So absolute legend. Two other tidbits of info that Kevin Feige literally just like teased with was, I don't have enough time to talk about the Fantastic Four. Oh. I don't have enough time to talk about mutants. So he's basically saying. Fuck off! Here's a tease. We're doing it, but stop asking me questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is he, cool though. Yeah, and he did go on to say afterwards in another interview that it's going to be totally different from the Fox universe. So they're really going to bank on what they've done so far in the universe to try and spin, you know, either where they've been. Uh, a good Fantastic Four um, kind of clue we got was I forget what one of the writers. Uh, I'm not sure of what film has written a Fantastic Four treatment for Fox, and they never picked it up. Mm. But now he's a writer for current Marvel, and his story apparently was like, or I don't know if this actually is, but this a lot of people are theorizing that the Fantastic Four were actually uh, a group of scientists in the 60s, and they were working with Hank Pym, and they oh. actually get caught in the quantum realm. That'd and, be sick. Yeah. So in Ant-Man 2, you can actually see a mini, like, globe-like city in the quantum realm uh, when Michael Douglas goes in. Oh, wow. So people are like, shit, they've been there since the 60s trapped. Yeah. yeah. And they just, you know, they had a breakthrough. So, like, they created a life for themselves in there. Yeah. So maybe something either like an Ant-Man, they have a soft introduction, or their own movie. You kind of go, you dive into that and True. something, you know, maybe... Well, because then even Ant-Man says, like, for him, it was five minutes or whatever, yeah. or five yeah, hours exactly. or So they come they out, could, they're yeah, all their same yeah, exactly. age, They could know? easily yeah. flip that. Yep. Flip that for sure. Or also, too, I, I forget, maybe I was talking about with one of you guys, but about uh, the gamma radiation from the Infinity mm-hmm. Stones being used. Yeah. yeah. That affects the mutant cells, because there was two snaps on Earth, right? Yep. Yep. So, so that, right. that could be a way for them to do mutants. So it like kind of unlocks that dormant gene because yeah. they do refer to Scarlet Witch as a mutant. I think it was from not the, in the movie, but in some like... Oh, uh, it, was, it was in the movie, right? From the they, space they don't stone? They refer or? her as that though, but they refer to her like actually as a mutant, I think, or like something close to it right. in like a companion book right. of, of oh. one of the movies. Okay. Um, so they can really bank on that. Uh, yeah, the gamma radiation from two snaps, they can definitely say like, yeah. oh, it woke up like dormant mutant genes in some people. Yeah. But the thing that I love about that Fantastic Four theory is that when Janet Van Dyne goes in and she's trapped there for so long, she gets powers because of all that, uh, I don't know, like quantum energy like coursing through her because in Ant-Man 2, doesn't she, she like helps heal or like does something to ghost that's her oh, name, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost. Um, so that'd be a really good way for the, instead of like the whole space thing, because now it's like been done a lot. We have like yeah. Captain Marvel that fucking, it's all space driven. Guardians is very space driven. So that'd be a really cool alternate way and a fresh way, really, to yep. do Fantastic Four. They get 100%. their powers from the quantum realm because they've been stuck in there since the yeah. 60s. Because the thing is, like, the the origin of the Fantastic Four has, everyone already knows. Like, it's already been told mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. The second time it was told, no one ever wanted to fucking see it again. Yep. Like, it was the shittiest thing I've mm-hmm. ever done. Think I'm about big... with the Spider-Man, Spider-Man movies. Like, even the Spider-Verse, they're like, okay, everyone fucking knows. And even in this Spider-Man too, like, they don't really show him getting his powers. They just, yeah. you know Spider-Man already. Exactly. Here's his fucking, exactly. Here's where he's he, at he right says, now. like, exactly. long story or something exactly. in Civil War. Like, exactly. And that's all we need. Exactly. 
And I think like more, I think like Marvel and um, Warner Brothers, I think they're kind of like starting to catch on to that a little bit. You know what I mean? Because it's just like yeah. with some of these heroes, we've seen the origin story done so many times. Like, you know, when Batman vs. Superman came out, I was like, you you already know Batman's origin. It's already been told a thousand yeah. times to you. So guess what? So just put him in the universe and yeah. it was still perfect. Yeah. Oh. And that's why they just gave it was us the greatest inter- iteration <laughs> of Batman yes. ever created. That's why they gave pissed us off short, and ready to kick ass. Exactly. They gave us a short little like hyper stylized kind of intro uh just Zach, showing his order god bless him yeah oh my god oh my god well, the whole episode dedicated to Z. oh 100 <laughs> to anyone listening out there like if, if first of all if you've made it through this far like Thank props you. to you because this shit is rough <laughs> this shit is rough but to anyone listening out there we'll get this out of the way ben and i are huge huge dc fans Reese is kind of more on like the Marvel side. So I like both, you know. Like but it's both. it's okay because like you know we outweigh him. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's two of well, us, one to him. Not, not physically, but I'm fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're big fans of uh, like Zack Snyder's uh, DC um, universe, and we will literally fight anyone that wants to argue with us. So just come at us. So here's our address. It's three seven. <laughs> <laughs> I forget where I was going with this. Oh, Fantastic Four. Yep. Like, because here's the thing. I'm a really big Fantastic Four fan. I always have been, like, since I was uh, since I was a kid. So I get really excited when we start talking about Fantastic Four. And it's really exciting to me that we have all of these, like, opportunities and, like, um, windows that we're able to actually fit them into the current Marvel Universe and not have it be, like, cheap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Which is really cool. Uh, another tidbit. This is kind of, like, my own Give me kind tidbit. of wishful thinking, I Give guess. Give me a tidbit, too. But if they actually go to everyone in the states or anywhere outside, anyone outside of Canada, has <laughs> oh, yeah. no idea. What no, you fuck just is said. a Tim? <laughs> yeah, the fuck? you uncultured oh, fuck swine. Yeah, it's a fucking little donut. Um, the best thing you've ever had, really. Oh, definitely, it's not the best thing you've ever had. Um, <laughs> so my wishful thing is like on my wish list is if they do that uh, microverse or quantum realm um, kind of Fantastic Four shindig, I kind of want new elements to be introduced into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like maybe they're mining adamantium from mm. yeah. uh, from the quantum realm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then they kind of bring that back and that's how we start getting Wolverine. And that's how, True. you know, we get we get those denser metals coming in because yeah. we obviously have vibranium. Yeah. But uh, it'd be cool to see those other metals. Oh, for um, sure. That would be pretty sexually active there to bring those metals in. Oh, no, for sure. Doubt, yeah. I'd be dorked. For sure. We definitely have to have a sex ed class before oh, yeah, we watch the films. 100%. Yeah. Easily. Um, all right, we're kind of at the halfway point here now. Um, we have this little game we're going to try out every week. We're going to call it the uh, the halfway card tug. And uh, we're going to have a bunch of cards, and there will be an action on these cards. And uh, we're going to do a little bit of rock, paper, scissors. Whoever loses has to pick a card. And uh, whatever the card says, that person has to comply for the rest of the uh, podcast. Okay. <laughs> Uh, since we don't actually have cards yet because we're poor and this is our first one, um, <laughs> I am just going to self-nominate myself to say, yeah, you like that after every single sentence I say. <laughs> wow. It's going to either be incredible or... Yeah. You like that? Well, we'll do like a little trial run. If it gets annoying, we'll we'll cut it off. <laughs> yeah, you know? we'll see. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> oh, I do like People that. People are like fucking listening to this on their oh, way to work. Oh, they're going to shut it off instantly. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, but do they like that? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Um, our sponsor today is Tim's Penis. 
Thank so, you, Tim. Tim, thank for you. For the penile sponsorship today. Yeah, thank you for your penis. Like, yeah, thank we're you hoping to get actual sponsors soon so we don't just have to make weird sexual remarks about some random guy's penis. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, you like that? Yeah, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll just stop that now. Um, so next topic, we're going to just go by this quick. Uh, hashtag release the Snyder Cut. Uh, oh. So, oh. you know what? <laughs> Yo, since I'm not that big of a DC fan, I have no say on this. (laughs) I fucking love it, too. All right, series. See you guys. So for those of you who don't know, obviously, a lot of DC fans are out there campaigning for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Whether or not you hate Zack Snyder or, you know, you're, you're a fan of his work, you must admit that like the fan base is like incredible for doing what they've done they've raised i think it's the american foundation for suicide prevention um they've raised a shit ton of money uh i think it's over like a hundred grand or something and a large portion of those proceeds uh have actually gone to that foundation and the rest have gone to putting up massive billboards and like bus shelter that's fucking awesome it's incredible that's awesome and they say like hashtag release the snyder cut like you know um, so yeah, I just wanted to say congrats to everyone that's put money into, into that foundation and Zach and Deborah Snyder have both posted about it on their Vero accounts, which is like their social media of choice nowadays. And they're acknowledging the fact that, uh, that everyone's out here doing this and that they, you know, that they really actually want this. I hope we see that, man. Yeah. Justice League crushed my soul. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm actually still not recovering. Alex went opening night, and the fucking Alex projector night. froze midway through the movie, right when Superman was getting resurrected. Yeah, that that is never. I've never had like a, a experience like that before. But yeah, not only was the movie bad, but <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah. stop with the only part that was like kind of redeeming, but not really, because then it got fucking ruined by a Whedon line. Tell oh, me, fuck. Do you bleed? Fuck off. Nice <laughs> fucking mustache. You know what's actually funny about that? We're talking shit about it now, but like Ben and I are such like huge fans of like, because like, you know, Batman is my favorite superhero ever. Mm-hmm. Superman is Ben's favorite superhero yeah. ever. So like, you know, we're going to clear the air right now. In case anyone's wondering, I can think I can speak for Ben as well, but like Batman versus Superman to me is literally the greatest superhero movie ever made. And I'll fucking fight any one of you that says any different. So, Boom! I yeah. said it. Batman vs Superman is definitely it's become a cult classic nowadays. And if you don't believe me, just go look at go fuck yourself. Cut trending with like seventy thousand <laughs> tweets like every other week. Oh, 100 um, yep. It's become a cult classic. There are issues with it. You know, it's a lot of studio no meddling and <laughs> a lot of studio meddling and, and fucking bullshit that's that's gone on with it behind the scenes. But I mean, obviously, we we know why come Justice League. But yeah, Ben Affleck, the best fucking comic book accurate yeah. fucking Batman portrayal that we've ever had. Ben Affleck is a fucking just, sexual beast. Yeah. Just the whole movie itself had the DC feel. Like exactly. it was dark. There was no room for this fucking bullshit that we saw in Justice League. And yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just felt like a DC film. Like I was sad. I was like, this is fucked. I was 100%. also like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. Warehouse scene, Batman punching people through the floor. Yeah, exactly. Also seeing Ben Affleck's ass in the shower. Come oh, on. Sure. Oh, fuck. That's my favorite part. Oh, yeah. I have a poster and, of that. And we're not talking about theatrical cut, I mean, by the way, because fuck that. We're talking about the extended. The extended or, you know, cut. Yeah, the, the theatrical cut. cut doesn't exist to me. No, not at all. There it was a theatrical cut? Now for some reason, but <laughs> yeah. that's really got to fucking get the snipes. Yeah, If not get the snipes. Oh. Hondo Um, What I was going to say, though, is that for all of you who say like oh no these guys are fucked up like nolan's batman's the best nolan's batman was really good really grounded but for bvs 
we got like Frank Miller, the Dark Knight, and like mm. everyone who like denies that and says like, oh, you know, like it might be like the Dark Knight Returns, but you know, Batman still doesn't kill. Like that's not my Batman. Then sick, it's not your fucking Batman. But personally, I love that fucking dark. Like he's still getting over the death of Robin. He's like, what the fuck have I done for all these years? Like hundred percent. To like, yeah, you know, to draw a kid into my life and then have him fucking murdered on my watch. Like he's fucking pissed off. He's been in the game for like twenty years. And he's just at the, he's at his last straw. And then when he meets Superman, he tips him over the edge. But then he realizes how human Superman is, even though he's an alien. And he's like, shit, I'm not even that human. Levels him out. It's fucking perfect. And like that whole, like that quarrel everyone that everyone has with the movie seems to be like that, uh, like the whole like Martha line. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I've always thought it was a cool connection for the writers to kind of pick out because actually up until watching Batman vs Superman, I actually didn't even realize, oh shit, their moms have the same first name. Like they're both Martha. Like I didn't even like really realize that until I watched Batman vs Superman. But you know, like I thought that was, that was such a cool like uh, a yeah. little like detail for the writers. And to it's not like they just shoehorn it in either. Like you see that he's clearly still tormented from, all of that, ah, all of that, uh, <laughs> peaking. Yeah. Sorry. Clearly still, uh, tormented from, from his parents' death because that mausoleum scene, uh, literally represents his fucking demons that he's still trying to work out when that yep. fucking giant bat demon thing that scared the punches shit out of me. his mother's grave. <laughs> First yeah. time I saw that, I fucking shat my pants. It was like, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> scary it was awesome. Because that's kind of the only, like, resemblance of humanity that he had left was his parents. And, well, Robin, for that matter. But, you know, we didn't really get to flesh that out. <laughs> and up until that point in the movie, like, he just saw Superman as an alien. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He didn't even, like, you know, because the whole essence of, like, Superman's character is, like, yeah, I'm an alien, but guess what? I grew up in Kansas. I grew up in a small American town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Superman is the, you know, the ideal person that we all want to strive to be. That's the whole, like, idea of his character, I think, right? But the way Batfleck sees him in the movie is him crashing through walls, yeah. fucking lasering the shit Which, out of him. Yeah, him. he caused a lot of fucking death and whatever, but, like, it's something like what, like two. But it's okay because he beats on anyway. So yeah, but like, no, like on a serious. <laughs> level, I was gonna kill everyone. <laughs> on a serious level, though, it's like he literally just became Superman, and like just fully, yeah, he fully fucking realized all his abilities. And like, go watch any like Justice League animated or like the Superman animated series from like the '90s, early 2000s. They're fucking fighting. They're busting through glass. They're fucking destroying the shit out of city property. Like, no one bats an eye at that. Like, oh, it's cartoon. You know, they can get away with that stuff. But it's the same thing. Like, if you had, if you're the strongest person ever fighting, guess what? Another fucking incredibly strong Kryptonian being. Yeah. The only one that can rival you on the planet. Yeah. Straight. You're throwing them around and fucking crashing into shit. Yeah. That being said, I also hate the other fucking thing where it's like, oh, um. You know, like, that's not my Superman. Like, Superman's, like, fucking... Zack Snyder humanized him and fucking gave him another meaning or another... Shine another light on him. We can't just keep having the same fucking campy-ass Superman. Don't get me wrong. I love the fucking Reeves movies. One and two. Uh, But... Like I, I don't need that anymore. Like yeah. Plus, a, a, a perfect character is is boring now. Yeah. You know, I love seeing a character with flaws. Mm-hmm. The fact that he had to choose whether to like let Zod like kill these people or fucking make a sacrifice and yeah. choose to kill him based yeah. on 
in the and, fate of the world. You yeah, know what I mean? And and it's, it's, like, a, it's a dual meaning there too, because he's literally sacrificing the last of his kind for this other planet, which is not his original planet. That treats him so like shit. So he's literally yeah. choosing humanity over Kryptonian life. Yeah. Incredible, and I mean, like, I read a lot of the uh, the comics as well, more on the DC side, um, less on the Marvel side. Um, but like, that's the one thing that like writers have been kind of struggling with a little bit for the past. Well, like, kind of like it's been kind of like in and out for the past, like maybe 20, 30 years or so. It's like how to really like reveal like other sides of Superman or like peel back some layers of Superman that haven't been peeled back yet. You know what I mean? Like, Batman's a little bit of an easier character to do that because there's like there's pain and there's torment there right where you know with superman i thought like you know like Zack snyder who was it goyer that wrote it as well uh man of steel or bvs uh, bvs sorry uh i think he was a screenwriter on it right. um i'm trying to remember the other guy's name anyways all that all that aside but um i thought that like they kind of like really showed like an interesting take on superman because a lot of like the um the like the stories where superman is kind of like you know you're trying to figure out they're trying to kind of like express like the human side of superman it kind of always goes back to like his uh to like mom pa kent like on the farm kind of thing you know what i mean and when you're like you know that was kind of what was going on with like man of steel but then when you get to bvs like yeah he's troubled because the world doesn't respond to him or react to him in like you know the same way that he wanted or like in the way that he wanted it to happen, or what does it say in the movie about? Uh, he was like, um, it was it was his father's vision or something like that. But it was like a, like the small town idea, and like it didn't translate to the you know to the rest of the world, right? So yeah, obviously he's conflicted, and it's like you know there aren't too many from what I've you know experienced in all my like years of living and like loving superheroes. I haven't really experienced like a story that kind of like touched on that kind of aspect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where like they're treating him like as a superpower in yeah. Batman versus Superman. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, and a lot of people also forget that the like Man of Steel, Batman versus Superman, and then the Justice League part one and part two that was supposed to come out was supposed to be like the arc of Superman, how he becomes the ideal version. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he would eventually come to that cat-saving motherfucker that everyone wants. 100%. Which we actually, <laughs> as stupid as it is, like, we actually did get that realized before, I think it was before, no, you know what? It was the BBS promo. I think, like, Turkish Airlines or something sponsored sponsored the movie. And there were two promos. There was one of Affleck in Wayne Tower looking out over Gotham. Like, silhouette shot. Incredible shot. Didn't see in the movie, unfortunately. I love that. And then there was another shot of superman in the promo flying over just city streets and people were looking up at him like oh like there he is like you know so it, it kind of implies that you know these things are happening still behind the scenes but there's other focuses yeah. one thing i just wanted to comment on too is as you're saying all that was i was just remembering like the cornfield fight between uh superman and zod when they confront martha at the farm yeah and he absolutely wipes Zod out and flies them, and he's beating the shit out of him. He's like, "How dare you fucking come near my mother?" And it's also it, it, it it's literally a parallel to that scene in BBS. As soon as uh, Affleck hears Martha, he's like, "What the fuck? Like, why did you say that name? Like, that's my fucking mother you're talking about, and you're this guy that I hate. So why the fuck are you saying that? Are you trying to torment? Are you trying to fuck with me? Like, you know, it just shows that they're they're both very protective of the mother, and it's not." It's a very human thing to have done that. Absolutely. If someone says, like, 
Like, like how's Jerry? Reese? Like, yeah. Instantly like, you go into yeah, 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 exactly. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to add that in because fucking love those movies. Yeah, yeah. fucking Batman vs Superman, especially. Oh, 100 percent. So good, man. And just like the way they introduced uh, Wonder Woman, like Gal Gadot was Wonder Woman mm-hmm. in that movie, like just fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. The only thing she I kind of have you? Like, a little bit of an issue with <laughs> is the whole Doomsday thing. I have a little bit of an issue with. That's pretty much like my only like real gripe with the movie, just because I thought that like the Doomsday thing was it was just you know it was just kind of like a throwaway yeah. thing. And, you know, I just I, I think it w- if it was paced out more. And it, they didn't yeah. fucking reveal it in the last trailer, like yeah. idiots. Then it would have been a lot better of a like, oh shit, all right. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. Um, Eisenberg as Lex Luthor was fucking awesome too. Yeah, that's like '90s Lex Luthor. We'll be talking. That movie will come up a lot in future conversations. We'll make a whole but, on yeah. it and I don't want to hear anyone saying that like we don't know what the fuck we're talking about because like honestly like. We've already heard it all. Ben and I went. We used to study this shit. Yeah, ben and I spent, you know, at what we got a fucking diploma in film production. We, we, you know what? We studied all that shit. We studied all that shit. Yeah, I actually didn't go to school and I just looked up DC fucking movie. You know, we fucking, yeah, we were in film school too when the movie came out. It's so like we got to class the next day and everyone was like, that fucking movie sucked. And we're just like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Um, Did you guys ever hear anyway. about that? No, never, never mind. That was too far. <laughs> Cut myself off. <laughs> uh, all right. Last, uh, last topic we're going to move on to. Reese, I don't know if you know this or like even like have any idea what this is. But, oh, good. Um, so the Arrowverse, like the Flash TV show, like the Arrow TV show. Yeah. You know they exist. Yeah, though. I know okay. they exist. Have fun, though. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so we actually have a, a TV Superman that was introduced to us in, I think, Supergirl Season 2. Um, portrayed by one of the, one of the guys in the, the vampire shows. Um, what's this? Tyler, Tyler Hoechlin? Hecklin? Something? Anyway, pretty good Superman. He's very, like, low-key. Like, you know, yeah, guy's a stud. Pretty toned down. Um, good beauty. Oh, for sure. So, so we, we find out that he goes back, back to, I forget the name of the planet. It's, it's like, like the, the, the last of the Kryptonians that survived. survived. They, they go and they're on like this other the planet with uh, uh, Kara's mom. So he's there. Him and Lois Lane are having a baby. So he kind of says like, you know what, Kara, you got this. I'm just going to go like take, take some time off and like foster Superboy, basically. Um but then we just got news. They're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. And we just got news that Brandon Routh's Superman from the 2006 movie, uh, Superman Returns, is going to be another Earth's Superman reappearing in Crisis on Infinite Earths. That's badass. That opens up the fucking door yeah, for a lot cool. of shit. That's pretty cool. I want to see Tom Welling from Smallville oh. pop up as fucking Batman. Oh. As Batman? I want to see him come back just for Crisis because in the... From what we know, anyway, the Batwoman series, he's 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 gone. He's been gone for like something like five or eight yeah, years or something yeah. like that. Which I'm excited for that series. By the I'm way, excited too. too but cool. like, just I, I hate like the rights of that character so much and like how protective it. Like I understand why they're protective of it, but like, if we don't see Bruce Wayne at all in that series even once, I'll be pissed. Let's be honest. Let's all be honest with ourselves. Like they don't have to be as protective of the rights to Batman or Superman anymore because they fucking made a mockery out of both those characters oh in Justice League. So why the fuck are we being so protective oh, over the rights still? The, like fuck that. <laughs> after all fucking I didn't, five, I didn't watch, seasons? I didn't Gotham. watch Gotham. 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 No, no. 
It was a decent series. The last fucking episode was supposed to be Smallville esque, where you see him like finally as fucking Batman. I did see pictures of the suit, which looked like the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. It looked like I made it in my garage. Leather jacket, and I put a helmet on and fucking glued horns to it. Like, fucking the worst. And after all that build up, fans were like, fuck, we're fucking pumped to see this shit. They released an image of it from behind. It looked pretty sick. I'm like, fuck, all right. Like, we might get something good. The worst, like, fucking pull and, like, a fucking 300 to 600 millimeter lens fucking rack up to him on a fucking building. And it's, like, it's clearly, I forget the kid's name who plays Bruce Wayne, but he's only, like, 18 or 17 or 18 years old. Stud. And the fucking last episode takes place 10 years later, and it's clearly a kid's face and, like, a stunt double's grown body with the worst fucking bat suit ever. No muscle padding, he's just, like, yeah, it looked pretty fucking <laughs> yeah. atrocious. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, hundred and and then fucking like two weeks later, the Batwoman trailer comes out and she goes into the Batcave and sees the Batsuit. Way fucking better oh, yeah. than that. And it's just a, it'd probably be a throwaway item. And the Batwoman Batsuit is fucking awesome too. Yeah, they did a really fucking good job. hundred percent. Like some of the uh, the promo shit they've been coming out with with. Um, uh, for Batwoman, Batwoman looks, looks fucking, fucking awesome. Like, like I'm, I'm really happy with like the way they're um, they, they did her suit actually. I mean, like I, you know, what was the last what was the name of the last crossover um, with uh, in the Arrowverse that she actually appeared in? She had her soft introduction in. What was it called? Oh shit. The one with the monitor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. That crossover, that last crossover just happened. Like you know, spoiler. Batwoman's soft introduction. But like yeah, like I like the suit then. But now that we've getting more of the trailers coming out for Batwoman, I'm super pumped to actually. We're seeing like the proto version of it too before she got like the hair billowing out of it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So yeah. Anyway, um, get pumped for Crisis on Infinite Earths. We're gonna see two versions of Superman. One from the movies, which is sick. Which for any Smallville fans out there, you know, we might. We might get what we've uh, been wishing for. We might get some, like, two Lex Luthers. I know John Cryer is Lex Luthor on Supergirl, and we might get Michael Rosenbaum. Shout out to Michael Rosenbaum, because he is Michael the Rosenbaum. most incredible version of Lex Luthor we've ever had yeah, on screen. Yeah, he's amazing. Michael's Rosenbaum. So, uh, yeah, guys, that's uh, that's all the time we have today. If there's, you know, all one of you that's still listening to this, maybe. If you made it, it through to this, <laughs> listening to this shit, I will come are, give you a Timbit. You are our people. Ship you want. Yes. Be by the time you are all. You are. You are our people. Yes. Love you guys very yeah. much. Love you guys. So, thank you so much for listening. Signing off. Friendly neighborhood fanboys. <laughs>